back to the love from kelly podcast i'm your host kelly and today we will be sharing an inspiring story of a female entrepreneur from australia she's a true force to be reckoned with she's the founder of the clothing brand lonely is my happy she works a full-time job and is also pursuing her studies in this episode we dive into her journey of building a successful brand and balancing multiple responsibilities From overcoming challenges to stay motivated, she shares her valuable insights and practical tips for anyone looking to pursue their passion while juggling other commitments. Listen now for an inspiring conversation. Hi, Mariah. Hi, Kelly. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. How are you? I'm very well. I feel very energized because it's the morning here. Oh, that's awesome. I'm currently at my lunchtime, so I will be having a lovely lunch soon, hopefully. Oh, um, exciting. In of my work day. So. Yeah. What's your work day like for anyone so, Yeah, I currently work full-time as a paralegal in an in-house law firm. So I'm working from home today, but generally I'll be in the office three days a week and at home two days a week. And I'll work my full day and after that I'll do my business and focus on things to do with that or I'll be studying. Mm-hmm. Um, so days can be busy or sometimes they can be a little bit more chill depending on what I have on. I see. And I actually found you through your business. Can you share cool. a little bit more on Lonely Is My Happy? Yeah, wonderful. I run a e-commerce business which is a loungewear business targeted at introverts. And we make hoodies and slippers and just anything that allows someone to be comfortable in their own space, in their own company, um, to enable them to enjoy solitude in a positive way. So that, I suppose, is the background behind my brand, but a lot of it is um, e-commerce. So the you know, website um, is where all of my customers can purchase things. And it's called Lonely is My Happy, which is kind of a play on words to kind of replicate people wanting to be comfortable alone in their own company and not make it a negative thing. And you mentioned a little bit on introverts. What does an introvert mean to you? To me, I always thought that introverts were given a bit of a bad rap. I felt like introverts were seen as the quiet ones in the room or the people who were kind of left out of things. But I realized over time that a lot of people are introverts. They just hide it really well. So for me, an introvert is someone who maybe goes out and their social battery can get a little bit drained when they're with people who may be a little bit different to them. Um, and they use their social battery a lot quicker. That means that they want to kind of enjoy their own company and they enjoy their time alone with themselves more so because it allows them to feel comfortable, um, productive and happy. And I think that that is the pinnacle of success. If you can be happy in your own company and you don't have to 
seek external validation. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's what an introvert is, but also there's nothing wrong with being an extrovert. I yeah. feel like I can be both sometimes, but yeah, I think to me, that's what an introvert is. I heavily resonate with that. And I think for me growing up, I used to think that I was an extrovert because I viewed extrovertism as someone who liked talking I didn't realize it was about how you charge your energy but once I reached my 20s I would say I came to the realization that I'm definitely an introvert I really prefer my time alone to recharge and I need a lot of alone time where some people might may find that weird and not want that But for me, when I'm alone, it's when I feel most comfortable. Yeah, no, that's beautiful. And I think um, that growing up is a big part of realizing that it's important to give yourself alone time and to feel comfortable being alone because there can be times where it's scary and people find it a little bit intimidating to be able to sort of just sit with themselves and, you know, think through their thoughts but I think that being able to do that is a really important step to just you know enforcing positive mental health Mm. and finding yourself and not losing yourself in the crowd by constantly wanting to fit in or prove yourself to others. Definitely and if you're a listener at home who has never spent time by yourself and is listening to this right now, what advice would you give someone who does want to try it but is scared to? My advice would be start small and do things in increments. You know, if you feel that you really can't be comfortable in your own thoughts or in your own self, then maybe just start by, you know, maybe finding a friend who you can kind of have that like chill time with and then eventually build to your own time with yourself Mm -hmm. um but even just going on a walk even just doing exercise like finding an activity or a hobby that you can do on your own I think is really cool and a -hmm. really good way to sort of feel comfortable in your own company without necessarily jumping into something like meditation where you're really into your thoughts and you're really into what you know you've got built up inside so Mm -hmm. starting small is always really important yeah and I just kind of wish this information was available when you're in school I don't know about your education or anything but in in the UK we weren't really taught much on mental health at all or how to even be alone there are just a lot of things I think in the education system it's missing so I'm glad that you're sharing this message out there for everyone listening. Yeah, I I feel like my education was similar to that in the sense that, yeah, we learned about physical health. We Mm -hmm. learned about how to stay fit and we did sport, but we didn't necessarily get to sit down um, frequently on mental health and things that we can do to sort of like help our mental health. And I think when you're in school, that's typically the time where you're going to go through a lot of drama. You might go through, um, you know, hard friendships. There might be people or bullying going on. And a lot of people do go through quite a lot of emotions when they're going, you know, through school, especially high school. 
um, in Australia. So I do agree 100%. We should be doing more for it. Mm -hmm. Um, For you in school, did you find it difficult to be yourself? Because as you mentioned, this you realized that you were an introvert, but did you find it difficult portraying that when you were in school? I think when I was in maybe year nine, I was very, you know, I was in a bit of a crisis where I didn't know who I was, what I wanted to be. I was kind of rebelling a little bit. Mm. I wasn't doing very well with my grades and I didn't really know what to do um and I think that my mental health at that time was the worst I think it was ever um I had really bad depression in E9 and I didn't really associate or make the connection that that could be due to not spending enough time with myself but looking back now I think that I was just going through so much and there was just so much around me because you're kind of wanting to fit in and you're wanting to not go against what people are doing and you don't want to be um, talked about negatively. So mm-hmm. I think in that time I would have loved to have someone just come up to me and say, hey, you know, have you tried, you know, meditating or have you tried um, speaking to someone or just, you know, thinking through your thoughts really carefully because um, in school it can be really hard to know what you want to be doing and it actually took me moving schools in year nine um to give myself that fresh start which enabled me to focus back on my grades to focus back on my mental health to do a really good 360 and realize what my priorities were and how important it was to prioritize myself um above prioritizing other people which I think I kept doing I kept putting people above my own health my own well-being and then it backfired because I just couldn't reach I kind of hit that point where it was all built up and I had to let it you know come out at that time so yeah I totally understand you and I appreciate you for sharing that um more on lonely is my happy so at what age did you kind of realize that that is something that you wanted to explore I wanted to start a business around maybe when I was 18, Mm -hmm. when I finished school, and I was very nervous and I didn't really know what kind of direction I wanted to go in. So originally, before Lonely's My Happy, I was going to create a business around skincare technology, which is so random, but it was so so random. It, it didn't align with me, but I, I was more so wanting to get into the business um, side of things. And I, I was having creators block and I couldn't think of what I wanted to do. So I sort of stumbled into it and I even got, you know, it registered. I had samples ready to go. I had the Instagram ready to go. And then as soon as I was about to make it known, I held back because it just didn't feel right. Um And I just knew deep down that the right idea will come to me and I will know when that is the right idea. And eventually um, Lonely is My Happy was created. I wanted to create a brand in relation to clothing because I love fashion and I just felt like there was a big gap in the loungewear market um, with some sort of like 
positive messaging on clothing. Um, mm-hmm. So that was sort of where I first started. The name itself was actually not meant to be Lonely Is My Happy. I originally was going to call it Be Kindly, mm-hmm. which I had registered. I had all the packaging with all this branding on it ready to go. And then two weeks before launch, I thought of Lonely Is My Happy. And I spoke to my boyfriend and I said, I think this is the this is the name. And he said, wow, that's really different. I don't know like how it's going to go, but I support it. And I think it's awesome. And I love the messaging behind it. Yeah. Um, I was very interested in making a name that was kind of like a quote. I wanted it to be a, a conversation starter. And I thought, what's more of a conversation starter than Lonely Is My Happy? Because people always have questions about it. And yeah, once I spoke to him and he was like, he loved it. I was like, okay, this is what I'm going to do. And then I changed all the packaging. I got my manufacturers to express ship everything over to me mm-hmm. and it just happened. And um, thankfully um, people liked it and it started to get attention and traction. Yeah. And it's so nice that you shared that you trust your intuition because I think that always knows best. Like you mentioned, you just felt as if the other product, you just weren't ready for it. And this is what made it feel like it was the right time. And more on your audience, who would you say that Lonely Is My Happy is specifically for? I think I've curated my brand to target more young females around the age of 16 to 30 mm-hmm. who are one you know, interested in loungewear and to value the message that Lonely Is My Happy is and wants to promote, whether they are or they are not an introvert, it's not necessarily a criteria to be a customer. You do not have to be an introvert. You can be the most extroverted person. But if you appreciate the message behind the brand and you understand it, then that's my main my main um, audience, just people who understand the brand, who like loungewear and who want to share positive messages to people around them by wearing the clothing that I create because that's the mission behind what I do. And, yeah, there are also men. It's it's quite unisex, a lot of the things that we make. Mm-hmm. And that also includes men, but I, I've noticed that it's mostly women, middle-aged 20s, young um, 20s or teens mm-hmm. um, I just wanted to say that I think the slippers are so cool the ones with the smiley faces and the content that you've been creating around that is just so different and it's creative I just wanted to thank you yeah. thank you that's very kind I appreciate it no problem and are you saying that if someone who's listening is an extrovert sorry and they wanted to purchase this hoodie. That is totally fine, right? Even though it says if it says introverts club on the back. Yeah, by all means, if you like the design and you you resonate with what lonely is my happy is, mm-hmm. and you like the clothing, that to me means more than anything. If people love the clothing and they love the slippers, and I just love hearing feedback, and people just can't say enough they're just so happy with it and it makes me so happy so anyone can be 
in the Lonely is My Happy Customer yeah. Club. It is open to everyone. Great. And what products um, do you all offer? Is like, can you name a few? So we started with the cozy slippers, and they were originally launched in four colors, mm-hmm. and then we've or oh, I've now grown it to thirteen colors. Um, and then so the cozy slippers are a big part of the brand, and then there's also the hoodie side of things. So I have hoodies with different colors um different collections and different styles some of them are called you know they've got introvert written on the back um some of them have lonely is my happy some of them just have lonely sports club um some of them have wellness club so they they kind of go hand in hand the slippers and the hoodies because when people have slippers they kind of want to wear some nice comfy lounger with that um I've also done hats. I've also done socks. Um, there's also been sweatshirts and athleisure with like bike shorts and matching top, which was really good. So it's kind of been a bit of everything, but I'm still trying to keep it focused on that loungewear side of things. Mm. Cool. That's quite a selection also. Yeah, I try to keep it broad in the sense that I want there to be something for everyone who mm. is looking at the website and um with the cozy slippers I have you know collaborated with other businesses and made bundles for things like Mother's Day so that they can kind of gift people the slippers in a bundle with something for example like a candle that mm. um I did with XRJ celebrations so that was a really cool bundle and then we also did one with Bang and Body which included their firming lotion with a pair of our slippers that were made to match that color of their product. Um, So honestly, just thinking of innovative ways to sell them and bundle them together has been really cool and fun. Definitely. And I think nowadays social media is so effective, but I wanted to speak a little bit on how on social media, you kind of just see the successes of businesses Can you speak a little bit more about what actually goes into building a business? Yeah, there is a lot that goes in that you do not know about until you are in it and you have to do it because I am the, I am the everything. I am the owner. I am the packer. I am the social media person. I don't outsource anything. So I do everything on my own and with doing it on my own, I also study full-time. I also work full-time. So it's a very hard gig to do, but it's very rewarding, which is why I keep going. But I would say that there are hard times when you are wanting to pack orders or you want to, you know, launch more products, but you kind of have to withhold from doing that because if if you do that, it might interfere with other things that you have going on with your work or your study and you have to get that done. And so I feel like, I got really burnt out last year yeah. um, in particular because I was trying to launch every fortnight and I was very like very hard on myself that I wanted to achieve that. But mm-hmm. in doing that, I was also managing a hundred other things in my personal life and I was doing, like I said, my study full-time. So um, that was a lot. And then I was also doing my work full-time and it it can be very exhausting so I actually did have a bit of a burnout which lasted a few months which 
was inevitable because I kept pushing myself. And then when I recovered from that, I essentially um, decided that I needed to make my business work for me and not work for my business to like magically revolve around, like make my business harder to be because I'm the only person calling the shots. So that was when I made the decision to change the fortnightly drops to monthly drops Mm. just to keep up with my uh, priorities until that sort of calmed down a little bit. And that helped tremendously. But in saying that, it is very easy to look at people online and compare and think that you need to be doing more because they're doing more and they're posting all these things that they're doing and you really can't compare. My thing is comparison is the thief of joy. So Mm -hmm. if I ever find myself in a position where maybe I don't feel very confident Mm -hmm. or I feel like maybe I am behind or I feel like I'm a bit of an imposter and I don't really know if I'm doing anything right or if I'm smart enough to be doing anything, I kind of just go, you know, I am my own person. I know that I have to trust myself. I know that I can do this and give myself breaks when it's needed because you know yourself better than anyone. And if you feel like you're going into maybe a negative or a unmotivational headspace it's important to kind of pull yourself out of it and go do something that's going to fulfill you and fill your bucket up in a good way because it's a very hard gig to do everything so for me it's just learning to make it work for my schedule and whether that works for other people is completely different as long as it works for me then that's okay from what you mentioned you seem to have a lot of things to balance How do you stay organized and stay on top of things? I always want to give myself a clear idea of what I want to do every day. So I would always go to work and then after work, I'd always either do uni or do my business. So I made that a criteria that I would always strive to fulfill every day Mm -hmm. because Otherwise, you can get very overwhelmed. So being organized has been probably the biggest thing that I can say is is important, but obviously that's not attainable all the time and there are times where I am just so unorganized and so unmotivated and I cannot bring myself to do anything um, after work because I'm just so tired and I just want to rest because the day's been long and exhausting. But I would say that you know, I always follow this mantra, which is wherever you are, be all there. So when you're at work, always give your attention to your work. Don't get distracted by other things going on. And then when you're done work and you're going home and like, for example, I'll do my business, I'll just go, okay, I'm going to focus on my business. I'm not going to worry about my studies. I'm not going to worry about my work. Like this is solely time for my business. And I can give myself like, a couple hours to just work on collections um but inevitably there there can be some late nights and there can be some times where you're not going to be able to commit to the schedule that you've put for yourself so it's just very um much about being as organized as you really can be without being super strict on yourself to meet things and um with a business it's really important to plan ahead so that you always had something ready to go. Mm-hmm. Um, so 
Most people, I think, can plan their business like a year in advance. I can't yet. Um, my thing's more monthly in it, like not monthly in advance, but like a few months in advance, like three to four months in advance, I'll have things ready. But sometimes, not always, sometimes I'll just whip things out in like a couple of weeks and they'll go, they'll launch. It very much depends on what's happening in, in my life. Um, yeah. But it's just doing your best and knowing that it's hard when you're trying to do so many things at once and just accepting that it won't be, you know, may not be as efficient as you want it to be all the time. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Or lonely is my happy. Do you see yourself doing it full time and nothing else? I think I'm someone who's so used to doing so many things at once mm. that even if I were to pursue lonely is my happy solely, mm. I would still find other things to do or other businesses to create because I love being. I've always had two jobs, so right now. Yeah. When I actually created Lonely Is My Happy, I was working two jobs. I was studying full-time and I started my business and that was crazy. And so I stopped my second job to focus on Lonely Is My Happy and kind of use that as my second job to my full-time job. Um, So I think even if I was to move away from my, you know, current full-time job, Mm -hmm. I would still create a business to do with Lonely Is My Happy online i've actually been seeing a lot of influencers or people saying that you should leave your nine to five and just put all your energy into building your own business and becoming an entrepreneur do you think that this is the right decision if you're not financially independent i think it's a very individual based thing for everyone and if you're not financially independent they strongly advise against it um Mm -hmm. especially now when we're heading into a recession or it's looking like it's going to head into a recession you may go into your business with the best of intentions but timing may be against you and that may mean that customers aren't buying as much as they would want or customers just aren't buying at all um so i always encourage to play it safe I kind of like to play it safe always, even if I, um, you know, even if I feel like I can take a risk, I always calculate the risk involved in anything that I do. And if the risk outweighs the reward, I, yeah, I think it's a very case by case thing. And um, yeah, it, it it's probably not a good idea if you have no business experience, mm-hmm. you know, so yeah. Thanks for sharing that because I actually asked my previous guests also and I just like learning about different people's opinions and perspectives. And um, thank you for sharing that. I noticed that with Lonely Is My Happy, you focus on drops. Is there a particular reason why? So like doing yes. monthly, yeah. Absolutely. So the reason why is because with my uni and with my work, I've realized that instead of having a business that operates openly and sells constantly, I'd mm-hmm. rather have a concentrated drop on a month or a week where I, I've prepared for it and I've got all the products ready to go and build up hype and marketing and put all my attention into that and then drop on, I always drop on a Friday at 6 p.m. and that's on purpose because 
one on Friday. It's the end of the week. And at 6 p.m., I'm finished work. So I will be preparing everything for that 6 p.m. drop. And then once everything's live and it's selling, I'll pack orders on the weekend because that's my free time, which, yeah. So to answer it in the shortest way possible, it's because of convenience and I've made it work very well for my for my lifestyle, thankfully. Mm-hmm. That's a great idea, the 6 p.m. drop on a Friday. <laughs> yeah, um. it's, it's so good. <laughs> but would yeah, you say that... It works for like people who are living in different countries or is that time just suitable for everyone? Um, I mean, there have been people who have bought from like New York um, and like there's been a few international orders and I think that sometimes they wake up early but sometimes it's not super. Like I think sometimes it was like 11 a.m. Yeah. in Doha. I'm not sure. Um, but it very like it varies depending on the location. I think I try to make it as easy for everyone, and so far it's been pretty good. No one's complained, so fingers crossed. That's great. Okay, let's talk a little bit on lifestyle. What would you say is your current morning routine? I am not a morning person. I hate mornings. <laughs> so mine is wake up twenty minutes before I have to leave the house, or ten minutes, get ready and go. Like I. I am not very good at that yet. I'm trying to get better, mm. but I wish I wish I could be inspiring there. But I, I really, I really hate the morning. So yeah, try to eat breakfast. If I eat breakfast, yeah. it's a good day. What about like the whole self care and meditating, journaling, or do you yeah, do that I do all of that at night. I am such a night owl. So every night I will try to do journaling um, and set up my intentions for the next day I, I find that to be the best thing that I do and I love it because it gives me something to look back on the, like the next day and see what I've like achieved that I wanted to um and then meditation I think is something that I try to do as well after after work mm-hmm. um if I can and yeah I always on my drive to work I love to listen to good podcasts um and anything to get me into a positive mindset for the day is really good. So that's my my solo time is also on my drive to work. Oh, how long does it take? Um, sometimes it can take an hour, but sometimes it can take half an hour if there's no traffic. Oh. But then do you allocate specific times to Lonely Is My Happy, like their social medias? Do you focus time on responding or how does that all work for you? I, I'm very in the moment. So as soon as anyone will message me, everyone who knows me knows that I will be replying straight away. If I get an email, I reply straight away. So as soon as anyone DMs, I reply straight away because I prefer to do things as I go. And thankfully where I work, I can sort of go on my phone at lunchtime and stuff and do the DMs and reply to people, um, with what, whatever they're having a problem with or whatever they're wanting to give feedback on, which is always really cool. So I I tend to kind of want to do it as it comes up if I can, because I've always got my phone. I'm trying to battle my phone addiction right now, but (laughs) not going very well. Has there ever been a time when you received a DM from a customer and it just kind of made your day a lot better? Uh, all the time. I have the best customers. My 
Like I am so lucky to have such an awesome customer base and they are so positive. They are so kind. They share their stories about, you know, their own journeys with um with me. And I just feel very fortunate to have people who feel comfortable enough to confide in me, in the brand, and to resonate with it so strongly that they have been benefited by it as well. Um and just you know, hearing that people resonate with it so strongly just makes my day all the time. Like hearing that you also resonate with it is just so cool. And it means a lot, like truly, it's the best. Yeah. And it's so great because you've built a brand that actually represents who you are and there's meaning to it. I think that's very important. Definitely. And that, that was exactly why I wanted to be very intentional with the branding associated with my first business because I wanted it to be something that I was able to be proud of and something that was a bit different and a conversation starter for people. Definitely. And thank you for your time today, Mariah. Are you ready for some quick fire questions? Sure. If you can make one change in the world, what would it be? Oh my God. I don't know. Um <laughs> one change in the world. Um, I don't, I would change that. I would want people to just not be able to be jealous or compare themselves to other people. Like I would love to just take that whole, um, ability away from people and just mm -hmm. let people just truly be happy with themselves and not compare themselves to anyone. Yeah. And like, if they were not comparing themselves, they'll be truly authentic to who they are as well. Yeah, and they'd appreciate their individuality and their uniqueness and they would just not be competing with other people all the time and they just appreciate that, you know, they're good. They're good people. Everyone's a really good, you know, should be proud of themselves. But truly, that's a really good yeah. one. <laughs> oh, thanks. <laughs> What's your favourite Lonely Is My Happy product? I, I have to go with the Cozy Slippers only because they were the first products that launched and they've mm -hmm. just got a very special place in my heart because of the growth that's come with that yeah and finally what career advice would you give to your younger self uh, my career advice would be to keep trusting yourself mm -hmm. and do things because you believe in yourself and you will get there even if no one else believes in you you will get there like don't worry about the background noise. Oh, thank you so much, Mariah, for coming That's on. That's okay. <laughs> and for any listeners who are interested in Lonely Is My Happy, where can they reach you? Uh, so Lonely Is My Happy can be found on Instagram or Facebook at Lonely Is My Happy, one word. Um, or you can shop our website, which is lonelyismyhappy.com. Um, or if you want to reach out to me personally, my Instagram is mariah.sard. Okay. Thank you so much. Have a beautiful day. Thank you. Bye.